is going on everybody this is francis from the buds and sports podcast i promise on the next episode we are going to have a little tune in the beginning <laughs> i think that's what i'm missing on these waiver wire uh episodes uh we did miss last week my fault my fault but back on it this week um this is getting recorded a little late it's wednesday so a lot of your wire uh transactions have already gone through um, so most likely in your leagues, uh, Khalil Herbert, Jamal Williams, uh, Palmer, Mac Hollins, um, those guys probably got picked up already. Um, so let's talk about people that are probably still out there and have some pretty good matchups this week. Uh, starting with quarterbacks, we're going to talk about Geno Smith at Detroit. Uh, projected for 17 points. It is an interesting play. Um, Lions have been in games, uh, high-scoring games. Um, they have the offense to put the points up. And um, and not the greatest defense. <clears throat> so, Geno Smith is a pretty interesting play this week. Um, he is available in most leagues, if not all leagues. Um if you want to take a chance and if you know you don't really have a strong quarterback play this week uh Gino's Gino's solid um (laughs) I'm not really gonna like saying this name but he is available in almost all leagues as well and the matchup for Mitch Trubisky is good it's against the New York Jets um and he's I'm not gonna lie he has not been looking good at all um he has a lot of talent around him he should be producing more but he's not um but i think because of that talent around him there is a possibility to have a great game um even though he's been looking terrible he has not posted uh a game where he scored less than 10 fantasy points so you could put his floor at 10 off terrible play um if he is able to connect more with his receivers this game, you know, they still got Deontay Johnson, Claypool, George Pickens is even coming out as a great talent right now. Um, Najee Harris is able to catch some balls. Um, so even if Najee has a huge game, you know, could be possible that Mitch could throw throw a, t- a TD to him. Um, so Mitch Trubisky... He is going to be available, trust me. <laughs> and if you don't really have a good matchup for your quarterbacks or your quarterbacks are kind of subpar, that is a gamble worth taking, especially it, since it is against the Jets. Um, let's talk about Jacoby Brissett as well. Jacoby Brissett has surprisingly been performing really solid and maybe not so surprising because he is a solid backup um did i expect the browns to be two and one probably not um but he is playing good football like good enough to win games and his floor is a 10 as well which happened on week one and since then he's posted 15 points week two 17 points week three he does have some targets on that team amari cooper is showing that he is a true one he can make an impact uh he has a 
very physical, huge target tight end, uh, David Njoku. So Jacoby Brissett and, you know, balancing it out with the, the running game, Nick Chubb, Kareem. <coughs> um, excuse me. Um, so that offense is pretty well balanced. He is playing, you know, somewhat of a game manager. But he's doing a great job at it. Um, so if you're looking, you know, for a solid maybe at least 15 points, he does have a soft matchup at Falcons. Um, potential shootout in this game. Um, you know, Falcons have some pieces on the offensive side as well. Um, and right now, Brown's defense isn't really playing um, to their standard or to their talent. Especially if, you know, there is a huge chance that Miles Garrett is not going to play in this game since he was involved in a pretty bad car accident. <clears throat> Luckily, you know, no super serious injuries, but he does have multiple injuries reported. So we'll see if, if he's able to suit up or not. If he Even if he does, I don't I don't know how close to 100% he, he can play at. So Brown's, you know, defense is hurting a little bit that pass rush is um unless they have great depth it's it's not going to be there it's or at least it won't be the same as when miles garrett is playing um so you know the the falcons can make this a game and it'll require jacoby to to use his arm more um possibly have multiple touchdown game yeah you could definitely take a chance there um, I was going to talk about Jimmy Garoppolo, but, you know, overall does pretty well against the Rams. However, Trent Williams is not going to be playing um, and Aaron Donald, as far as I know, is super healthy. So <laughs> I don't think it's a good matchup at all this week. Um, so we'll we'll keep it at Geno, Geno Smith, Mitch Trubisky and Jacoby Brissett. <clears throat> I think one or two of those guys. Um, can have a really solid game for you this week. Let's move on to running backs. Um, this is a very thin uh, position. Um, you know, there's not, there's really not much other than the names that I've already mentioned probably got picked up. You know, Khalil Herbert, Jamal Williams. Um, you know, that's because Swift is going to be out and most likely Montgomery is not going to be able to play. Um, in my league, Itney Jr. was dropped. Um, but however, I, I know he's on, you know, he's not going to be available in most leagues. If he is by small chance, I think if Itney Jr. is there, you take him right away. Um, James Robinson has been playing great, but, you know, with this position takes a lot of takes a lot of hits takes a lot of damage and James Robinson hasn't been immune to injury not not to say that any of us are wishing it on him or anything but you know that's why you handcuff the solid um, RB2s on teams because an injury can happen to anyone at any moment and so you just want to you want to be ready for it um, last week right before the game started I went on the wire picked up Madison just because I know Dalvin Cook has a history of getting nicked up sometimes and missing a couple of games. Uh, and I think Madison is a great, uh, solid RB2, just in case. 
So I was able to pick him up, and I'm I'm pretty sure he was popular this week uh, because Dalvin Cook is pretty nicked up. Um, his matchup isn't the greatest, however, Madison's. I think he goes against the Saints. Um, so that's not it's not a favorable matchup, but uh, we we have to see moving forward how many games uh, Dalvin Cook is going to be missing and this season at the rb position it's really thin so even having an, a running back that can get you 10 10 to 15 points is a, is a blessing <laughs> and a lot of us a lot of us know that pain of not getting there with some of our running backs um <clears throat> other than that i really don't have much for this position um Everything else would be just a huge dice roll. At that point, you're just kind of closing your eyes <laughs> and hoping one of these one of these guys can get you ten. Um, Rex Burkhead probably is the only other interesting one, just because um, he's he's proven that he could be effective, and he's proven that recently. Um, so who knows how Houston kind of wants to decide how they play their room. Uh, moving forward, their their running back room. So I I feel like sometimes Burkhead is gonna have the huge games, sometimes Damian Pierce is gonna have a huge game. So it's it's a risky play, but the ceiling is there for Burkhead for sure. Um, moving on to wide receivers. Uh, Joshua Palmer, Mac Hollins, those were probably really popular. Um, I personally picked up George Pickens. Um, I'm, I'm kind of 50, 50 on that play. Um, I think right now, Mitch Trubisky isn't playing good football. We haven't seen a good game from him. Um, and it is kind of affecting George Pickens production because I do feel like George Pickens is very talented. He has great hands. He has, he's already had some incredible catches, um, and highlights this, this season, including regular season and preseason. So I could definitely see George Pickens eventually getting more involved, um, especially if Mitch Trubisky continues to play really poor and, you know, to the point where Mike Tomlin kind of has to be forced to put Kenny Pickett out there. And who knows how Kenny Pickett uh, could perform. He could end up being a lot better than Trubisky, a lot more accurate, um, and that could increase everyone's production on that offense including George Pickens and you know every time a new quarterback comes in <clears throat> it's kind of you got to kind of see who he feels really comfortable throwing to and as as far as we know we don't know who that is with Kenny Pickett um, so it is you know if you do have a slot available for George Pickens I say just have him just because of the potential talent there it's more about just riding the ship on offense for his production to go up. Um, another guy is Richie James Jr. If he hasn't got picked up, you should probably uh, look for him. Sterling Shepard, <clears throat> once again, I'm sorry, guys. I cannot clear my throat today. But uh, Sterling Shepard, man. Injuries, 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 and that's always been my thing with him is he's very productive on the field when he's on there, but man, does he struggle to stay on there. And at 29 years old, um, tearing your ACL does not look good. Um, 
at least for if he was hoping for some type of contract. Uh, so I do feel for him because he is a good player. But Shepard's going to be out for the season. Kind of opens things up for Richie James, who was already kind of seeing a, a consistent target floor. Um, believe those targets are going to go up now. Um, and he was pretty good. I liked him. I was a fan of him when he was on the 49ers. Um, you know, he had a couple of plays for us. So Richie James is a solid pickup. I think um, you can even go Isaiah McKenzie, who's probably still available after today. Um, this Bills offense is just built to throw. Um, so, you know, the top three receivers in that on that team are going to eat uh, this season. And Diggs will probably be the most consistent one. But between Gabe Davis and Isaiah McKenzie, I think they alternate of who kind of has the boom. Um, so I feel like if you're thin at wide receiver, definitely try to roster Isaiah McKenzie. He could be a great flex play on some matchups. You know, if you could see a, a high scoring game or a shootout, um, you know, there's a, there's a great chance Isaiah McKenzie can catch a couple of touchdowns or a touchdown. Um they play against the Ravens, who they themselves have been in some high-scoring games. Uh, defense isn't playing incredible. Um, so you can flex Isaiah McKenzie this week. I would not blame you, especially if you literally have nobody else. Um, is that it for wide receivers? People that are possibly still out there after today. I would say last one I want to mention is Donovan Peoples-Jones as a flex. Just because that first week he did have 11 targets. And the last two weeks those those numbers really dipped. I think because of Amari Cooper having a big game. David Njoku having a big game. But Donovan Peoples-Jones is a great WR2 in my opinion. I the, He passes the eye test for me at least. I don't think he's garbage. I think he's very capable of getting open and catching balls. I don't think his hands are terrible. Um, so Donovan Peoples-Jones is, he hasn't scored a touchdown yet either. And I think he is talented enough <laughs> to get a few touchdowns this season. So I think this week against the Falcons in a possible, possible high, high scoring game, um, his targets go up a little bit. Um, last two weeks, he's totaled four targets. So I think his target floor mm, could possibly go back up to six to eight, possibly catch a touchdown. Um, so if you want to flex Donovan Peoples-Jones, um, that could also be an option. Tight ends, my least favorite position right now because it's, it's a struggle. <laughs> it is a struggle out here. Um Tanyan, if if you're tired of getting gooses in your slot, yeah, Robert Tanyan. I mean, he hasn't posted a goose yet. He's getting targeted. He hasn't scored a touchdown yet either, and I think, you know, I think he eventually he, he gets in there. So through three weeks already, he hasn't gotten in there. Um, they do play the, the Patriots. Um Bill Belichick's defense does kind of tune up as the season goes on. Um, so we'll see we'll see what, what type of game 
that that turns out to be and if Robert Tanyan can pr- produce. But so far, yeah, if you're not if you if you've gotten one point from your tight end or you've gotten a goose from your tight end, you might as well play Robert Tanyan at this point. Um if Njoku is still out there, pick up Njoku. Uh his ceiling is pretty high. I'm still trying to determine how consistent or where his floor exactly is gonna be at this season, but he definitely has that ceiling. Um, Will Disley is a headache because he is involved in this offense, but you do have to catch him on a game where he catches a touchdown. He has two so far, though. He has two so far and pretty efficient because his targets are a few every game. At most, got targeted three times this season, Uh, but in two games, two different games he scored a touchdown so they do feel comfortable you know in that red zone area um calling a play for will disley uh you could you just gotta get lucky and yeah tight ends kind of similar to running back position right now on the wire it's very thin very very thin unless some certain injuries happen or suspensions or anything like that you're you're just praying at this point um, Austin Hooper has been a disappointment. <laughs> I don't see, I don't see starting him or justify starting him. Um, Gaseki is another guy that's going to be up and down all season. If you want to deal with that headache, that is totally up to you. I prefer not to, but Gaseki is in a high powered offense. Um, he's almost a great, like, player to call on to catch the defense slipping just because defenses have to worry about Jalen Waddle, Tyreek Hill, the speed of Raheem Mostert, speed of Chase Edmonds. Um, And so, yeah, you know, you got diversions going on all over the place. Gusecki could find himself wide open. Um, So he could could be a good red zone um, play, like if you want to flex him, hoping he just catches a touchdown that day. Um, other than that, I can't really make a case for any other guy. Um, if you have any recommendations, send it in for tight ends because it is thin, thin, thin. Um, let's move on to the defenses. <clears throat> um, Giants, Giants defense, pretty solid. Um, and they do have a favorable matchup against the Bears. Uh, they're projected at eight points. Uh, they're going to be available in most leagues. Um, I would also say even the Colts defense. Um, you know, maybe maybe last week was more about the Chiefs just showing up, uh, coming out flat. But... Colts also know how to play the Chiefs. They have a history of that. Um, and like I said, I, I think think they have more talent on that defense than, they, than what they've been showing. Um, so if they're able to contain Derrick Henry, Derrick, Derrick Henry is going to be the only way Titans kind of win this matchup or, or at least score a lot of points. So if they can contain Derrick Henry, sh- they should keep the Titans um, to a low score. Um, and I do expect this to be somewhat of a low-scoring game. 
Um, and then the last one I would say is I like the Cardinals defense um, matched up against the Panthers. They haven't been playing lights out or anything, but they do have some talent on that side of the ball. And uh, Panthers offense has clearly been struggling a lot. Um, so that's that's a solid play this week. They are projected for six. Um, you know, if you're if you're one of those uh, guys that don't really have a, a consistent play at defense every week, you're more just um, going based off matchups weekly. I would I would say those I would recommend those defenses probably having the most potential in those matchups. Um, and kickers, um, you know, we don't really talk about that on, on here. Um, the, the, the climate for kickers in the league is, it's laughable. So if you don't, if you don't have a top three, top five kicker, you really could just play anyone, <laughs> play, play whoever you want. Uh, just go based off, you know, who you think can at least get to that range consistently that game. Um, you're, you're hoping for volume, you're, that your kicker gets a lot of volume at kicks because kickers these days aren't as efficient. They aren't, they, they're not as accurate. Um, so you're just hoping they get a lot of chances at it so they can make as many as they can. Um, that pretty much wraps it up for your week four matchups. Um, yeah, hopefully some of these names come through for you. And hopefully, um, you know, they they help you scrape scrape a win this week. It's been kind of rough for me the last two weeks, but I'm looking to bounce back, get my team to two and two. Um, let me know how you guys are doing and who are your favorite pickups this week. This has been Francis from the Buds and Sports Podcast, and I am out. Peace.